Greetings and welcome to the All You Can Geek Gamecast. I don't even know what the episode number is because I totally Doesn't forgot. Matter. So matter. let's just roll right through it. Didn't even mention it in the movie cast either because this is our Gamecast and we're going to start it off with Mike Snitty. What's up? And Tony Korkanakis. Yosh. And my name is Corey Feinstein. I do believe um, Jim is out at a Miners game. Checking out the baseballs there, so I uh, wish him all the best. But um, we're gonna get into some gamecast stuff here because there's some interesting things going on. We're gonna actually have a topic talking about some of the the reactions to violence in video games and some of the the news that came out with. Some no, recent... no, 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 no! It's not a reaction to violence in video games. It's a reaction to real violence and just video games got thrown in there for some reason yes that is probably more accurate but it is all tied together because that's what people need to do and to make it um you know newsworthy i suppose but we will get into that later first let's get into what we've been up to mike start us off um i'm at the uh sort of saturation point with ultimate alliance 3 here (laughs) I've been pushing it. I've been playing the Infinity Trials. I got one character to level 100, which is the cap. Um, I have another one at 98. And uh, I'm just I'm at about the end of my uh, attention span with it at the moment. I'm trying to squeeze a little more out. I hope to get to later in the month when we get at least two characters. Um, but it's, it's still fun. Obviously, like, again, the Infinity Trials add a lot of replay value to the game that... Uh, it otherwise wouldn't have, but I'm running out of things to do. <laughs> so you've Aside got just, all the characters you've done? I, ha- I have all the characters. I have most of the costumes, although I don't really care too much about them. Mm. And uh, I'm just really just trying to level up like my secondary teams here. and Because uh, some of the uh, things are gated by single character challenges. And they're like level... Some of them are like higher level things, so if your character... If it's a character you haven't played at, at all, you have to like level them up like sixty levels to like do it. <laughs> so there's there's different ways that you can like carry characters along, do it quicker aside from just spending XP cubes. But uh, mm-hmm. now there's a bunch of sort of minutia, and it's really a little. It is the the ISO eight system is a little annoying too. Like I ta- mentioned it last week, but it's just a lot of little details that don't need to be there. I'm constantly at capacity now at like around a thousand of them and they're like oh you need to clear this out before you can do anything else because you're gonna get iso 8 you can't have and i'm like oh my god okay so the end game for this game is a little annoying but like at least it's there mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I am surprised at how long i've been able to keep going with it but uh i'm i'm looking for something more with it or i'm gonna have to move on when does the dlc come out because that that's I don't. Maybe did they we'll give, breathe new life into it? I'm not sure they even gave a real date for that. I know they're all in like this year. Like it starts in fall. Um, I believe it would probably be like late September or October for the first DLC pack. Probably gonna be October because I mean it's the Midnight Suns, right? The first pack. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably October. But yeah, that's that's kind of how sounds right. So yeah, that's the first uh, package and. Uh, but, you know, I'm just looking forward to Cyclops and Colossus uh, coming later this month for free, so that'll be cool. Um, but other than that, I've I've watched my first speed run, even though it was very much a constrained speed run. I decided to watch, well, I'll, my first full long-term one that I've watched uh, with uh, Arkham Asylum. Someone's playing that with mm. on, on hard mode and 100%, which means they get all the Riddler stuff, too. And, uh... So that one, he did it in a little under three hours. You had to break like Jesus. over, and it's just cool to see because it, it's also glitchless. It's a glitchless run too, which is I kind of prefer that because it actually looks like normal gameplay to me. It's just super efficient, and there's like mapping. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I appreciate the glitchless ones, but I really like to see how people can game the game there a little bit to their advantage. I, I like to see that because like when I watch the Borderlands ones, they they use certain characters with certain combinations to do certain things to make it so they can like run super fast and like it's in the oh, game yeah. it's not like they're using like cheats to do it i, know, but I mean like it's just it's it's not like the game to me no i, I, I got you i, I appreciate it's, it's a different it's a different style yeah um, no i, 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 I appreciate, appreciate them bro. like 
yeah. having those records. Like, oh, this is a glitch, glitchless record, or, and this is a glitched record, or whatever. I appreciate that. So, I just think it's fun to see how people can take advantage of the code. <laughs> it's it's interesting. I mean, I've seen a few of those, but mostly in, like more retro games, right? Uh, with all you know, like screen wrapping and all that stuff, two mm-hmm. D games, but um. It was cool, and I, I feel like since it's on Game Pass, this may force me to play uh, Return to Arkham. <laughs> there you go. So we'll see if that happens soon or not. You'll you'll know first. No, okay. well, not first, but you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know. We'll find you. Hey, right, Tony, what have you been up to? Uh, still leaping a fire emblem. I'm um, halfway through uh, the route, the next route I chose in the game, and. Uh, it's kind of fun because, like, now I'm just, like, really piling through the, the enemies, even though it's still on hard mode. Um, because, like, the way you can do New Game Plus is, like, you you can just have your character start out with, like, better stats, so to speak, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So just, like, imagine, like, the teenage kids is like, oh, I'm a student here. And it's, like, they take, like, rip off their shirt and, like, bulging muscles and, like, dual-wheeling axes in each hand, just, like, going, like, full berserker and just, like, run through an entire battalion. You're like... All right, well, you get an A for today's class, uh, obviously, and stuff like that. But um, I totally fucked myself the other day without even realizing it. Uh, This is a good learning lesson for people. Uh, Corey, before I say anything, where are you in the game? Six, chapter chapter? six. Okay, all right. Um, So for this particular route, there's something that you can do for a story bit, and... Um, it requires you to do something on a specific day. Uh, and it's just for this route that I chose, uh, so I'm not spoiling anything on that, but you have to talk to a character and do something. So I was, on my new game plus, I totally forgot to do that because I'm like really automating a lot of the stuff. I'm just like, yeah, whatever, I don't really give a shit. You guys are all powerful, like just skip this, just automate it. So it gets to the point where like I'm expecting this thing to happen, and I was like, that's weird. Why did that thing happen? I'm like, it's like, all right, maybe it's after this. I was like, no. And I'm like, yeah, okay, this is weird. And then I was like, hold up. So I like soft reset, just did it again. Uh, and same thing happens. It's like, what, what the hell? So I like Google it real quick. I was like, wait a second. How do you, you know, and they're just like, you need to do this thing. And I was just like, no, <laughs> like, like, I was like, holy shit. And I was like, please let me have a save where I could still, like, save this. Thankfully, I did have a save because I stagger saves that was, like, four four hours behind or something like that, which allowed me to do the thing I needed to do. But I was just so pissed because... Four hours, that moment... dude. That's, that's not insignificant. <laughs> no, no, it's not insignificant. But at the same time, if I didn't have that alternate save, I, I just would have, like... Did this run for nothing basically? Wasted the whole run and just like, sure, I could just start a new game, new game, new game, but it wouldn't be new game plus plus. So, like, all the stuff that I earned in this one wouldn't have carried over. So, it's kind of like, well, I have to go forward and just Mm -hmm. jack all. So, uh, just an important uh, thing there for RPGs always make sure you stagger saves. Yeah, definitely. Um, Fire Emblems recently has had like these multiple storylines and like games within games you know like i think like the ds one had like exception the, the, the had like the three different campaigns or something like that is this like, this one seems like it's just that one but you can choose different you know paths like you're saying do you prefer mm-hmm. this style or do you prefer the the way that you know it was before like with um Fates. rebirth or whatever and what was it Fates. called yeah Fates. Uh, awakening conquest yeah yeah um I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind it because. Did you actually have to it, buy different cartridges too for those, or no? Uh, no. Well, let me. So the way it worked was at retail, at least in America. I don't know how it was elsewhere. In America, you could either buy Conquest, which was like the dark side, or um, shit. I just said it. What was the other route? Um, Awakening. No. No. Uh, fuck! I gotta look this up now. <laughs> Uh, 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 still off for time. Yeah, but like, because fire, like this, um, I like Birth, that birthright. birthright. Yeah, okay. yeah, I like that in this three houses, like you don't have to worry about it like that. Whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So the the kind of cool thing was like birthright was like the light route, 
Conquest mm-hmm. was like the dark route, and they had Revelation, which was like the true, like the true ending kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so the way it worked in America, um, you, you could buy either Birthright or Conquest as a cartridge. Then, if you wanted to, you could spend, I think, um, twenty dollars and download all the data for the route that you didn't pick. Hmm. And that got you that. And then, That's what it was. It was kind of like a like, DLC almost. Yeah, and then I think for another $10 a month afterwards, you could buy the Revelation, which was the true final DLC or whatever like that. And it was, it was a cool experiment. And I mean, I, I definitely got my money's worth. I, I mean, I think each each you know thing was like 40 hours or whatever like that. So, I mean, content-wise, it was good. But um, it definitely felt kind of forced in certain ways because... Well, first of all, the story was absolute shit. Like, mm-hmm. dog shit. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about any of these people, really. Like, just, I, I didn't care. Like, I had, like, a handful of people I like. Everybody else could go to hell. Uh, so that, that didn't help. And then the other thing is if you got the limited edition, you got all of it on one cartridge, which is why that version still goes for, like, a pretty penny um, on the second-hand market because, you know, they only printed so many of them. Uh, for this, I like it because... You know, it, for the most part, the story are, is going to be the same. Like, mm-hmm. I would say, like, 90% for the story. Because the other ones, you didn't really have a New Game Plus, right? It was just uh, moving I mean, on to you the could, second one? You could, you could do New Game oh. Plus, but, like, you go through the You might as well just story. go to the second one, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, for New Game Plus, it's 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 kind of fun because, like, this route, I, re- I achieved my goal. I recruited all the students I possibly could in the game. So it's Fire Emblem One House now, not Fire <laughs> Emblem Three Houses. It's Fire Emblem One House. Uh, we stand together, um, and it's cool because now I'm just like, oh, this character is really cool. Like I like them. Plus, they kind of have uh, each character has their own like unique like trait or ability or whatever like that. So some of them, I'm just like, oh wow, that makes this like this character is a really good archer, even though their class is like I don't know, lancer or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, why the fuck would you be a lancer with this ability? Why wouldn't you be an archer? And it's like you're gonna study archery, bro. And it's like I don't want. It. It's like yeah, you're gonna do it. Like, <laughs> you're gonna do what you say. Um, so it's fun in that way, and plus, like, you know, I feel like the story is a lot stronger because of it, because, like, yeah, it's three paths, and, like, they're all kind of same. you know, you're still going to experience the same stuff, it's just your personal experience is going to be more customized, like, you know, RPG, you're like, just like, hey, yeah. again, like, what house do you, do you want to belong to, and stuff like that. Um, so I like this better, the story is a lot deeper, the characters are deeper, like, uh, I don't know how many support conversations you've gotten, but like, I just learned about those. You just learn. I know you just. Learned, <laughs> I know you just learned about them. Uh, but usually in the older games, most of the support conversations just like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing. Hey, do you mm-hmm. want any help?" And it's just like, "Sure." And then it's like, "Do do do." Like they have a C rank. No, they're they're like, long because like, I I think because yeah. I've been playing this also, if, if you can tell, and I'm probably 15 hours in now. Yeah. Something like that, uh, and. Uh, I I kept seeing like the support option in the battles, I'm like the battle like crap screen. I'm like, what is this support action? I was like, oh, you can't do this here. I'm like, okay, whatever, I don't care. I'm not gonna bother then. Um, but yeah, I think uh, chapter six. I'm like, you know, like right before I was like, I, I gotta figure out what the fuck this itself is. I'm like, oh, like you actually go into when you're in the monastery, you do the support conversations, and so I had like everyone had crazy combinations and stuff like i think they all had like support conversations and they're long so i'm like going through them yeah. all i'm like wow these are kind of long <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. them so yeah uh it's pretty neat but it, it yeah and it's really cool and these are deeper like um i want to say it's like game of thrones but it's definitely darker than the typical fire emblem game mm. like for example this one is like character a goes up to character b is like character b why do you always hide from me and character b is like well, I just triggered you hated me. It's like, why would I hate you? It's like, well, my dad killed your dad. And it's like, oh, like, <laughs> awkward. Like, what the fuck? Why am I, <laughs> why am I here? I've had this that really conversation. Awkward. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's just like, oh. Friends. Yeah, it's like, let's still be friends. I was like, okay. Like, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, you guys can forgive and that's cool and all that stuff. But, um, you know, a lot of the appeal in the, the replays is like doing those support conversations for all the characters. So yeah. especially on my new game plus now, I had characters from like the house I picked first with like these other students that I didn't have previously because the requirements were just too hefty. Uh, and now I'm just like, oh look, they got along. Or like these people clearly hate each other, um, but they're probably gonna get married. So you know that's that's fine. It happens. It's real life. 
Um, so yeah, uh, it, it's really good. Um, yeah, enjoyed it a lot. Cool. Yeah, no, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Like I said, I'm still on my first run through 15 hours or so, but it's been been great so far. So but, yeah, um, that's, mm-hmm. what house did you go? Golden Deer. Yeah. Right? Okay. Right. Cool. Yep. Yeah, curious to see where Jim's at because I know he's been playing it too. So we'll get his impressions yeah. next week. It's really funny. Uh, this thing has been making the rounds on Twitter where, like, I think uh, Dimitri, right? It's the, the house leader? Or Claude? Is it Claude? Claude, uh, Claude is the golden deer one. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, Claude, I think, is talking to Hilda or something like that. And he's like, you could grasp me anywhere. And it's like, my heart, my head, even my neck or something. Like, or, you know, even my throat or something like that. Like, it's been making all the rounds. It's just like, wow, this dude is, just, like, really flirtatious and, like, into kinky shit. I'm just like... Uh, Fire Emblem fan base, like, never mm-hmm. changed. Like, just... Well, it is a character, like, not Claude specifically. He's, like, a, definitely a womanizer, like, the red hair oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sylvain, yeah. He's, uh, so. he's weird. Anyway, let's, um, let's move into the news. We've got, uh, quite a bunch of gaming news that came out this week, because, uh, Evo happened. Uh, Evo being the biggest, uh, I'd say, most well-known fighting game tournament. And 100%. This... This year, um, Smash Ultimate smashed records. I mean, mm-hmm. it did yep. it did fantastic. What was it most most viewed and most uh, entries? Yep. Uh, and so yeah, that did really well for them. So um, big ups to uh, Smash, especially since Nintendo didn't want anything to do with Evo for a while. It's like uh, basically forcing them to like play their new games because it's always melee right melee was there but they were like well if you want melee you have to have well so melee was the one the mainstay um and then brawl didn't have much of a competitive scene because meta knight uh was really broken and this is before patches existed for nintendo uh and then when smash wii u came out they were like nintendo's like hey we'll let you run melee but you have to run Right. Wii U as well, so they're like, okay, so the mm-hmm. two Smash games, and people were always like upset about that. I don't know. Fighting game, fuck the fighting game community, dude. There's so much news I'm not reporting on it, but like, basically, if you're in the fighting game community, odds are like you know somebody that's a sexual predator or assaulter. It's just <laughs> fucking okay. bad news. I'm just mm-hmm. like, like, I, you knew it was bad when like I'm reading my Twitter feed and like people are talking about like, oh look, I have to be careful about like this thing. I was like. Like, that was a week ago. I guess we're still talking about it. That's fine, you know? But it's like, nope, somebody else, like, was ousted. And I'm just like, Jesus mm. Christ. Like, can you guys not? Like, could you guys just not? I never hear this out of, like, the FPS community, out of, like, like the, the MOBA community. Yeah. Nothing like that. It's always the fighting game community. Like, why? Like, does it just attract these people? I, I don't know. I mean, you do fight, so assault. I, I don't know. Just, yeah. Like, so did it. you watch any of the Evo stuff? You're probably uh, the biggest fighting game fan here, besides yeah, like, but, Smash. But yeah. not these that much. Um, I watched a couple minutes of one of them. Um, not no. too much. Not enough to really say anything, though. Okay, no problem. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Yo. I was just surprised that uh, someone was using uh, Duck Hunt. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah It's always player. fun to see like some of these people um, come out and. Do things that you didn't expect because they're, they're, they're unknowns and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, moving on, uh, we talked about Ninja last week, obviously, and him being crazy. Like on his first day, like he had, they had given away five hundred thousand free subs. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. So let's move on from Ninja. He's gotten enough. So he did like apparently like, he was pretty uh, pissed off at Twitch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Uh, I think Corey, you you might be reading off the news from last week because. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Evo happened. Oh, shoot, you're right. Yeah, I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm like, wait right, a second. No, yeah. This sounds like really familiar here. Yeah. yeah I was like, uh, well, you know, whatever. Uh, right. But Ninja, yeah, so Ninja, when he went to Mixer, Twitch uh, was using his, you know, twitch.tv slash Ninja page to promote, like, other channels and stuff like that. And at some point, apparently, like, the most, like, top recommended channel was, like, a channel that was, like, streaming porn or some shit. So, like, Ninja got really pissed off, and he's like, look, like, I didn't want to, like, get to this level. Like, I thought, you know, we could be professional. It's just, you know, a business move. And I thought it was kind of dick for them to do, like, hey, like, we're going to use it, your channel to promote other channels. But even that, like, I can understand. But he's like, when you're prom- like when you're using that and you're promoting a channel that's streaming pornography, like, I have so many kids that would come to, you know, that channel. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's 
irresponsible and just unethical and like shitty. And I was like, you know what? I don't like Ninja. I don't hate him. I don't like him. But like that, I, you know, I got to give him props because like mm-hmm. that's just. Yeah, and like, again, know, like, mean, Fortnite disgusting. being like the biggest game it is, is because of the kids that watch. Didn't, that watch didn't Twitch yeah. themselves like institute like a dress code for streamers too? Like, how do they even have like porn ads in their shit at all? No, no, it wasn't ads. Somebody was streaming porn. It just like it didn't get oh. to Filtered. like. Yeah. It, it nobody no none of the moderators whoever picked it up mm. quick enough That's something ridiculous. like that. So yeah, I apologize, guys. I'm just giving you no the worries. same podcast from last week, uh, apparently, because I couldn't read. Uh, I was on the wrong uh, document, obviously. So let's get into the real news now. Just making sure you guys are paying attention, because evil happened a couple weeks. So I'm like, I feel like we've had this conversation. <laughs> like, what is going on here? But um, I yeah, that's so something I didn't see. you would say this is our take two. <laughs> you could. And um, speaking of take two. Uh, they have been investigating uh, a YouTube streamer who and uh, uh, content creator who has been a big contributor to the Borderlands community. He's been streaming and putting videos out for Borderlands 2 for the past like seven years. Uh, and um, he's always been on top of like a lot of the most recent leaks and has been like some of the first sources for information. Um, and it's sub motto if, uh, on YouTube. And apparently, he disappeared. I talked to you guys, I think, off air about him a little bit. Because uh, I, I, I did watch him a lot, and I'm a huge Borderlands fan. So I, there's a lot of content creators I do check out. And he was one of them. And I did enjoy his content. He had a Discord server. He had a Twitter account. And he had his YouTube channel. And I was, I was, I was in the Discord. And all of a sudden, I was like, looking for it. I was like, it's gone. It's just not there. I'm like, that's weird. And then uh, his Twitter just disappeared. Um, his YouTube stuff was still up for a while, uh, as well. Uh, it didn't get taken down, which is kind of weird, but there was nothing new from him. There's no communication, nothing coming out, like what happened. So it was a really weird situation. I even was like, this is kind of a weird thing that's going on here. And then we find out later that, um, apparently take two sent, you know, private investigators to his house to talk to him about some of the information that he gets and how he gets it. Uh, and he put out a YouTube video uh, kind of talking about this as well and uh, letting his community and his fans know what was going on with him personally and what take two had, uh, what their actions had done. Uh, so basically, they, they were the ones that took down his server. He um, said he, he took down his Twitter account himself uh, just because he wasn't ready to talk about it at all. Uh, and then he had gotten some, you know, cease and desist and, you know, copyright infringement strikes against him. And YouTube, uh, if they, if you get three strikes against you, they basically shut you down. And apparently he had gotten seven, but uh, six of them were removed by the time the P- uh, private investigators had left his home, he said. So there was still one out there and that it was going to be expiring in a month or something. So, so all that happened. And then take two responds to this and says, like, oh, he's, he's lying. Like... He's basically not telling you the truth, and so basically it's a he said, she said, back and forth right now, and they're just basically going at each other, um, but it seems like Samato himself is going to be stepping away from content creation for a while, and may or may not come back, and it's kind of sad because he was a huge um, fan of the game, huge fan of the series, and it's not really, it's not, you know, Gearbox and, and Borderlands itself that's doing it, it's obviously... You know the people, the upper management, the corporation mm-hmm. that's doing this, and it's too bad because obviously he doesn't want to play the game now. You know he feels like his betrayed. Yeah, he feels betrayed. He feels as though he was, um, you know, his space was in, is invaded, and you know it's unfortunate for a fan of a game who and someone who was such a big contributor to it. And the thing that was kind of, um, you know, he, what he was saying was that they were public twitch accounts that were streaming and, and he followed them and when they went on live he checked it out and they're saying those weren't public and that they shouldn't be so so that's it um that's that some crazy news with that guy it, take it's two really and, scummy and like you know I, again I'm not, I'm not defending take two but it's just when you're in that i guess lane of just being an influencer and you you, you get information i'm not saying like it was illegal or anything like that 
but those companies will control the shit out of it yeah, so bad. Absolutely. And, they, um, and, they, and, and again, it affects them tremendously because they, they need to be able to control the flow of information mm-hmm. for how they're going to market the right. game. And like they're spending millions right. of dollars on how they want information, you know, to be, you know, displayed to the world essentially yeah and, how and I, it, go. And right and i totally get that but like there's a there's a right way to go about it and a wrong way to yeah, go about it absolutely. wrong way is like sending private investigators who <laughs> you know who don't like adhere to like corporate rules or any you know i mean they could be breaking their own like yeah. apparently like if they just showed up it's like they just showed up yeah right. it's just like okay that's pretty shitty like yep you know, and like apparently and that you know they're obviously monitoring him and they had an investigation on him for months on end um and they felt that it was time to send people to his home which they knew where he lived and everything uh but yeah it's one of those things where the whole thing with this marketing campaign is like they're hiding stuff for people to find as well which is also kind of like this guy is all about trying to find stuff in these hidden messages and in like they're hiding um, braille in like some of their trailers and um uh shift codes and stuff but but that that should be a totally different thing it shouldn't like they shouldn't be like tracking people down because he's figuring out their puzzles like if if they're sending people to him they think he's some has an inside source or something that's leaking stuff that they don't want out there at all no absolutely well absolutely and i mean they, they obviously he took it further than what they were willing to accept and there are a lot of content creators that are also reporting on all the news that he has uh, released and some of the stuff that they found out, but you know his relationship with the company is not obviously this on the same level. So uh, anyway, I'm still super excited for Borderlands Three. There was like a hashtag going like boycott Borderlands Three, which was kind of stupid, but at the same time, uh, some people you know will get up on their high horse and stuff. Uh, again, I'm not sure. Like there needs to be a little more information for me to really like make a decision about and that's the thing is like he's saying one thing and they're saying another thing so it's like it's hard to know who to believe in the situation Mm -hmm. uh meanwhile nintendo uh microsoft sony the three of them are working on a new policy for loot boxes so what do you think this is going to be is it going to actually be anything is it just like more like fluff does it need to be like esrb like listed if the loot box is in the game or something, maybe like that might be it. It's just gonna be here. Are your odds of getting shit. Um, and the thing is, like, whatever. It's it's gonna happen, and there might be some difference. But I mean, look, uh, people. I overall, not everybody, but people overall, I think, are fine with these loot box transactions. Some are more predatory than others. Um, but I mean, the same games like Clash of Clans and you know, Candy Crush, all that bullshit, uh, you know, that continues to, you know, make money year after year after year after year. Uh, so there's a market for them. I'm not saying it's it's obviously not for me. I don't partake in that bullshit. But, um, you know, people like it. So, look, it's just to appease some bullshit government policy, whatever. Like, I get it, and we're just going to move on. Uh, and the thing is, even if it gets, like, to a point, because I think um, Psyonix with Ro- uh, Rocket League's, Said, yeah, they're they're ending their loot boxes. They're much. ending their loot boxes, which is good. Um, they're doing that, but I, some games like they're just like, yeah, we're not available in like Germany anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up, just like, yeah, you can't do it. It's like, all right, well, this is yeah. what you guys wanted. I, I'm sort of torn with it a little bit because I do sort of see the like, there's a little bit of entertainment and gameplay value when it's something that you can use in-game currency for, and it's just mm-hmm. like it increases rarity of certain items you can't just get what you want like right away just when you can earn it normally but obviously there's always a financial like thing hidden in the background where they can just you can spend real money and overspend to like mm-hmm. help your odds so i don't know but again if this gets I, I just don't see how you could classify this as gambling and then like have every arcade every trading card like baseball cards and everything classify the same way because this has been a loophole kind of <laughs> and then the gambling laws oh, cracker jacks are loot boxes mm-hmm. oh, fuck. fortune I mean, cookies are loot boxes I mean essentially like baseball card packs you know I bought like like hundreds of decks because I wanted to get you know my favorite players you know it's like that's what you get sometimes so I don't know it's gonna be uh, there, there definitely are some that are total 
you know, bullshit and that need to go. But for the most part, I think that I mean, they, they can be done if, correctly. If, and if they are required to disclose actual, like, odds, like, that would be a decent step. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. I don't think there's anything wrong More, with that. Yeah. I agree. Make it. I'm. I'm all for people making informed decisions on how they want to spend their money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, moving on, Nintendo uh, has a or there's an FCC filing that points to a Super Nintendo Entertainment System controller for the Nintendo Switch. Tony, what's mm-hmm. going on there? Um, I mean, this is just a continuation of what you know happened. I think last year with one of the firmware updates, somebody was looking through the. Um, metadata was like, hey, look, there's controller icons, and one of these looks like an NES controller, one of these looks like a Super Nintendo controller. And then months later, it's like, hey, NES Classic Online is going to be a thing for the launch of our Nintendo Online service. It's like, okay, cool. And then it's like, hey, we're also releasing special controllers that are replicas of the originals. And it's like, okay, cool. And then almost a year has gone by now, uh, and most likely the uh, truth is going to be that uh, next month, with the anniversary of Nintendo Online and people needing to resub, uh, it's like, hey, before you cancel, guess what's launching? Super Nintendo Online. And this mm-hmm. is like, ah, you got me. I mean, but the thing is, like, the service is so cheap. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, oh, $20 a year? It's too expensive. It's like, all right, well, you know, to each their own. Uh, but yeah, I think this. You need that, that Drake meme where it's like Nintendo Switch, like, no, and then Xbox Live. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like oh, sixty dollars a year for peer to peer. It's like okay, cool. That's that's sweet. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I think it's really exciting. I think that same uh, metadata, uh, whatever, uh, saw that there was going to be twenty games launching on the service. Nice. I think most, if not all, of them were coming from the Super uh, Nintendo Classic. Which makes sense because mm. that's exactly how the NES online service, you know, mm-hmm. worked. And this just supports my theory that at least for those two systems, and I think it's going to happen with either um, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, um, and maybe possibly N64. They're just going to like do that where they create their own custom emulator, you know, uh, and customize it with like the bells and whistles they want. And now it's just an app that system needs to download rather than just. You know, because one of the biggest criticisms I had is like, oh, cool, Virtual Console on Wii. And it's like, great. And that was its own thing. And then it's like, hey, Virtual Console on the 3DS. It's its own thing. I have to buy Mario Brothers again. Yep. It's like, you kind of lost me there. It's like, hey, Wii U. It's like, you could port your games over for like a dollar. It's like, guys, like, uh, why? Like, who wants to keep doing this, you know? So, yeah, uh, no, all I, together, that'd be great. And I mean, it's yeah. kind of like you know, you you have that with Microsoft right now, and yep. so it's like, and, and yeah. yeah, and for me personally, uh, I think the Super Nintendo controller is one of the best, greatest two D uh, controllers in existence. So I would love to use this uh, for a lot of my like PC gaming, like mm-hmm. retro gaming that way, and uh, you know, Steam stuff. Nice. So I uh, hope hope it comes sooner rather than later. So we'll see. All right, so then finally we have on the news, uh, which is, you know, somewhat, you know, sad and as well because, you know, there were a couple shootings that happened in our country that uh, obviously affected a lot of people's lives and families, and so obviously our hearts go out to them. Um, yeah. And because of that, you know, Microsoft, Microsoft, Walmart is reportedly removing violent game ads. Uh, in the wake of this whole scenario that's been going on. Uh, so we wanted to kind of get into that a little bit, delve into that violence in video games and how it influences or doesn't influence the um, the culture uh, and the youth of our nation. And does it really affect, like, do pe- like are these people going out and doing the things that they do because they play violent video games or is it something that just so this is just a coincidence that there are violent video games and people are doing these things i mean that's there's a lot to unpack there i think uh first let's just um i'd like to hear what you guys think about what walmart has decided to do and i don't think it's just walmart right like uh, some other chains are gonna probably start doing this as well but walmart's the one in the news here um what do you think mike about Walmart taking down violent video game ads, but still selling 
guns <laughs> as <laughs> in their stores. Yeah. It's a whole different thing to get into the guns, but I don't know if we want to do that or not. Uh, but although 100% of the shootings were done by someone who had a gun and not by someone who had a video game, I'll tell you that much. But anyway, um, I don't know. I feel like this will be a temporary thing, to be mm -hmm. completely honest. Um, yep. We've had this conversation so many times before, um, and the, the, the data just doesn't really support this idea. Like, if you want to check, like, if just in America, just look at violent crime in general, it's everyone can make a study, an individual study, to say anything they want either way. Um, so, but in general, in U.S. violent crime, um, it pretty much peaked in 91 and then went down. Now, obviously, we have had this rash of shootings lately, and that sort of changes things a little bit. But in general, 1991, it was like the worst, and since then, it's been going down. Coincidentally, like the early 90s, probably like when video games became like mainstream again after the uh, 80s, when the little they're just games are more around than ever, and the same trend upward with them while like violence in general is down i mean and you got to go with the biggest the biggest magnifying glass to get a real information here because not magnifying glass the biggest scope because again like you can isolate any little study you want to say one thing or another but i mean we've, we've been here before there's been like reactionary responses to these things people want to blame stuff for the people want to blame things that they can affect when something bad happens and the fact of the matter is there's just bad people and it's always going to be bad people. And it doesn't really matter uh, what's in the periphery of their lives. They'll find a way to be bad somehow. Mm. And um, So it's just I don't think this is going to be a long-term thing even for the ads. And now it doesn't even matter that much. Like where are Walmart ads? It'll just go up to the teen-rated games, I guess, when they show their little like montages of stuff they're selling. I mean, okay, they're still going to sell the games. It's not that big a deal, but I just think it's it's a silly thing to, once again, drag games into this. I thought we were past this, to be honest. Like, Yeah, I, yeah I thought we were, too, because, uh, like, you know, I think it peaked in, in what, uh, with Columbine, right? Um, yeah, that, that was when and they blamed, uh, like, Jack Thompson and, was a thing. Yeah, and, yeah, and I, yeah, and, like, the thing is that it died down, and, um, you know, in the past couple of years, and especially with the shooting, like, uh, and, you know, no thanks to our, uh, some of our government officials on both sides of the spectrum, though, you know, one of them, uh, one party definitely leans more towards it. And I just have to like, be like, are you, are you stupid? Like, I mean, the year is 2019. Video games are not like a new thing anymore. It's not like, oh, look, like there's animated red blood. And, and then my kids in little Timmy's video game, he's mm -hmm. obviously going to want to rip somebody's skull out. You know, it's like the, the, you know, video games have, have proven themselves to be a mainstay, uh, a form of entertainment. Um, and, like, even the argument itself is such a flawed one. Like, oh, video games cause violence. It's like, okay, are you, again, are you stupid that you don't realize that the entire rest of the world also plays video games? And countries that have, like, higher average, you know, uh, sales of video games, such as, you know, Korea, China, and Japan, it's like, hey, look. Like, these people spend money on video games, and yet there's no mass shootings. It's like, hmm, hmm, uh, there's there's a connection here, but they're not making it. And it's, again, it's, it's are you stupid? And that's the question, are you stupid? Um, so, no, video games obviously do not cause people to go out and do shootings. Um, you know, the, the one thing I will say, and I don't know if you want to talk about that, is that I think the photorealism uh, of graphics in general, not not just video games, uh, but in general, I, I think make maybe make people a bit more desensitized to certain things, like certain violent acts. Um, I, I think we discussed it with uh, like the Last of Us Two trailer from like last year, where uh, I think Ali, uh, Ellie just like straight like stabbed somebody in the face or something like that. We're just like, oh, that was. That even made me like kind of like you know cringe a little. I was like, oh god, that's well, really. Well, there was like, like that that um trailer with the girl being hung and then yeah 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 that yeah. it was like it's like wow okay like this is uh, a little uncomfortable now uh, a little ease. So that's that's the farthest I personally would ever make that argument. It's like well you know 
again, I'm not saying video games cause people to do violent acts, but I'll just say that, like, maybe mentally, you know, makes them a little bit more aware of, like, hey, look, if I stab somebody, like, obviously, like, blood's gonna come gushing out, or if I shoot somebody, you know what, like, you know, the the blood spray on Mm -hmm. the wall is gonna look like, stuff like that. Uh, But again, there's no correlation between the two. Yeah, and and also, it's not just games, like, obviously. Right, yeah, and again, that's why it's movies, yeah. Right, I think there's, like, America especially, there's definitely an infatuation with violence, um, not, like, in all forms of entertainment. We glorify. And so, yeah, it's exactly, it's glorified, it's you know, something that is put up there and is shown off to uh, to be spectacular, and sometimes you know something like you're saying, it's, it's one of those things where it's desensitizing people to those acts as being as horrific as they really are. And until you are in a situation where something like that affects you personally, you really don't know uh, mm-hmm. what what it's like. Just to play a little bit of a devil's advocate, I guess, um, because I do agree with you guys. I don't think video games are causing anything. It's just one of those things where um, it's an easy target, you know, obviously. But um, Pun intended? <laughs> oh, no. I'm not, not going there. <laughs> not going there. Um, so video games, you know, you're put in a role of a killer a lot of times. You're killing, you're mass murdering people left and right. Uh, and video games are easy access. You're getting uh, kids that should have no business playing these games, watching these games, playing them all the time. Like Call of Duty is is photorealistic for the most part, and you're you're getting opportunities to shoot child children in some of them, and like or you know pedestrians and in airports and different scenarios and stuff like that. And so like you're getting these opportunities and fantasizing the fantasy like the fantasization. I can't talk about it right now, but. Um, Basically, you're giving these kids these opportunities to put them in these situations to do these things, and it can like, hey, like, what it would be, what would the question would be like, what would it be like if this really happened? Like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. let's all find out or something, you know. So there is that aspect to it where you're not just watching it, but now you're getting to do things like that. And does that make the child or the person grow up to think that that's okay? That that's something that's yeah. acceptable because everybody's doing that now. Now. Now I just want to see it because this is not enough anymore. This isn't going to be enough for me. I need I need more stimulation because this has been so dulled and so it's so, you know, desensitized by the fake part of it that I want to see mm-hmm. it become real. Yeah. And I mean, it's tough because um, I think it, it, a lot of it comes down to the, the generational gap because all these old fucks, uh, and I'll, I'll use that term, old fuck, because uh, I doubt anybody will be old, old fucks one day listen. ourselves. So no, no, that's fine. Uh, nope. And hopefully, I still have my sanity and uh, thought and rationale that uh, even whatever the kids are doing in that day, uh, I'm not going to blame for acts of you know terrorism and shit. Like, oh, that's that's the reason why. Um, but these old fucks, you know, never really played a game, or if they did, it was like simple shit like Pong and Tetris and Pac-Man and stuff like that. They see these kids glued to their, you know, television sets or their iPads or whatever it is these days, and there's a there's a disconnect there because they they, they can't relate. They have no way of like understanding why people like to play video games and stuff like that, and so uh, because they're so distanced from it, it's easy for them to blame it. And you know, and I'm not making the the 100 parallel here, but you just look at all the other stuff that's going on in this country, uh, United States, where it's like, oh look, this thing that's different, this group of people that's different from me that i not trying to understand or you know sympathize with or anything like point the finger like they're to blame like uh you know they're the cause of all our problems get them out you know blah 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 and it's just like okay like let's 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 not do that take a step back take a deep breath and uh analyze things with your brain because you've been gifted with one of those for some people sadly enough um but again, it's just they don't understand it. They aren't trying to understand it, and they just want to—they want something to blame. And video games are the perfect scapegoat because, to them, it's a faceless entity, a giant corporation that makes billions of do- most of them, you know, make billions of dollars. Uh, it's not like one artist or you know a, a few artists. It's it's dozens, if not hundreds, and possibly thousands of, of different artists and, and coders and programmers and stuff like that. And they're just like, oh look, video games are to blame because. God forbid anybody take responsibility for their own children. Like, 
I'm sorry, like, how are these kids getting these violent video games? Like, nobody wants to answer that question. Like, hey, why did your 13-year-old kid have Call of Duty? And then silence. Yep. Utter silence. No, um, so, like, I I think that, and not I'm saying that, like, video games are, like, super important or anything, because they, in the end, it's a game, you know, mm-hmm. but I think there are... Uh, things that video games can offer that are not just entertainment purposes as well, which people kind of ignore as well. And there is a like a argument to make about how you can use video games to teach kids about violence and oh, yeah, make yeah. them experience things that may not necessarily be something that you know they would experience other in other in, you know in any other capacity. Uh, so I think that that that's also something that people overlook as well, which you know. Could you? There are a lot of things like touchy subjects that you can you can use uh, video games as a platform to to send a message out. I think as well, which in any games, even too like board yeah. games and things like that. Yeah, right? absolutely. And the thing is, like, you know, it kills me because um, on uh, Reset Era, there's a thread about um, boomer comic strips where it's like, you know, like the shitty like political comics where it's like. Oh, it's like boomer generation people making fun of like you know millennials and stuff like that. It's like, like they're they're so bad too. Like it's badly drawn. The jokes mm-hmm. are bad. Where it's like I saw one where it's like, oh look, honey, we got a twerk or treater here, and it was like some like small girl like twerking for candy. I'm just like, like what's the what's the punchline here? Like you made a terrible pun. Like what's the commentary on society here? But anyway, it's like you know all this shit about like uh, just video games and stuff, and it's just like. Um, look, like, you know, if you're going to make the, the, the correlation here that, oh, if you play violent video games, you are going to, um, you know, commit violent acts. It's like, okay, well, there are violent video games, but I would say the majority of video games aren't violent in nature. Uh, you know, you have Pokemon, uh, you have stuff like, um, you know, Tetris, Candy Crush. Oh man, like, you know, you don't see grandmas going to grocery stores and just smashing out candy in the aisles, like left and right, like. Oh shit! I gotta smash this candy right now. Like nobody does that. Um, it's just fucking dumb. But one of the strips they did was like they were making fun of like these kids on vacation were, that were going to all these places, and instead of like enjoying the sights of like you know Mount Rushmore or whatever, it's like they're playing Pokemon Go with the augmented reality and like Pikachu's there and stuff like that. And it was like, so wait, first of all, you're you're blaming kids because they're inside playing video games, but God forbid they go outside and interact with nature in a new way, and again, that they don't understand, then it's, like, a bad thing. It's just, like, Pokemon Go encourages people to, like, go outside. Yeah, sure, they have their phone, but they're interacting with their friends or other people. They're going places. They're walking. The game rewards you for walking and, like, burning, you know, calories and stuff like that. So it's just, like, it's encouraging good habits, and yet you're Mm -hmm. criticizing it. Old fucks, like, (laughs) they annoy the shit out of me. And I'm sorry, if you were, like... A stereotypical boomer like this, and I'm not saying all boomer people are, uh, but you're just <laughs> no. dumb. You're just dumb. No, I mean, really, like, the boomers main games. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, the, we're not really even responsible for them. No, they're the ones, like, that generation, like, you know, were the ones who were, like, 30 in the 70s who, who made all these games, but... You know, I guess those were the nerds, and now the older jocks are like, fuck those guys and their bullshit hobbies. Yeah, because, like, the jocks that are old now are seeing all these nerds with money, and it's like, ooh, oh no. It's like, whatever. But, but you know, like, the, the thing that pisses me off real quick is, like, like the boomer generation went through that shit with, like, rock and roll, right? Like, that was their oh, yeah. thing. It was like, sure. it's like, oh, our parents, like, demonized, like, you know, rock and roll. And it's like, well, yeah, no, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Free my soul, free the spirit, you know, whatever. It's like, okay, but when it comes to the next thing, you're you're just like your parents. It's like, do you, do you not see the irony in he- like this? Do you not? Like, are you that dumb? Again, I have to ask that question. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No, uh, but <laughs> to circle back a little bit more to, like, uh, Corey's devil's advocate thing. It is a different experience. It's not like, to me, like, we don't have VR that is that good like maybe the whole idea of it like truly desensitizing people to something it would be when vr gets like actually like one-to-one realistic to me but um at the, like i remember uh now i'm going back a little bit to uh, penn and teller bullshit if you ever watched that show 
And then one was violent video games. There was this kid who was, he had to be like 10 years old. He played Call of Duty all the time. And then they, uh, obviously one example doesn't like make an argument, but I mean, he seemed average enough. So they, he played Call of Duty all the time. Then they brought him to a gun range to shoot like a real assault rifle and he cried and ran away. And it's just, it's just not even close to the same thing. Like any, these game experiences, like, and if you say, oh, I I need more violence. I mean, that's like something else wrong with you. No, I agree. I I think that there are, like you were saying, Mike, there are people that it's just wired into them that they're not completely up all up there, like correctly, you know? And that's, I mean, when you have like 4 billion people (laughs) in a, and there's also the reverse, you know, causation idea where like, say someone is like a super violent individual or angry, they'll be drawn to media in general, whether it's video games or other things that mm-hmm. express that a little more. So that might look that way, but it's not that it's causing that. It's that there's always going to be stuff like that out there that they'll, uh, that people will flock to. And yeah. Maybe as a whole, you can get an idea about more about the person if you like see everything in their life. But it's not inherent in the media. The one bit of media that they choose that may be like violent. They're like, "Oh, I like this. That's bad person like that. Bad thing." No, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's gonna wrap up our conversation on the violence in video games and its correlation to real world. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick, the one thing I, I do have to say with the specific Walmart example, like I think it's absolutely batshit, batshit fucking insane. Where like, I have to question: Is this real life? Where it's like, take a picture, is like video game section is like, you know, a, a lot of the all the violent video games are gone. But it's like you just walk like you know a uh, hundred yards, and it's like you can just buy like rifles that mm-hmm. actually could kill people, and it's just like, what? what the fuck is going on? Like, it's Twilight Zone shit. It's like, ban the video games because that's what's going to kill people. Like, you're just going to throw the discs like fucking ninja stars, but not the rifles that are actually capable of killing people. <laughs> it's because there's an amendment there that implies that we all need to have guns to kill our own government. Mm-hmm. That's that's what, that's why we need the guns. That's what it means. And on that note, <laughs> we will end this conversation Please um, let us know how you feel about this. We'd love to hear from you guys. Podcast at allyoucangeek.net. You can reach us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can rate us on iTunes. That's where this podcast will be. Uh, you can definitely check us there. YouTube, we'd have um, some videos. This episode with Jim out may or may not be up there. More leaning towards the may not. But um, <laughs> definitely check us out on the iTunes. And uh, on Facebook, we uh, also post out there to let you know we have a new episode. So, yeah, check this out and um, get ready. Jim's coming back, I'm assuming. So we'll see him next time. But in the meantime... No, he won't. Oh. He's, he's out next week. Oh, is he? Okay, well, there we go. We get the the, the three amigos here again. <laughs> so, yeah. Three Musketeers. Right. Three, yeah, there we go. Three Musketeers sounds better. This is why Gears of War doesn't have four-player anymore, by the way. <laughs> Boom, mic drops. And we're out. <laughs>